welcome to episode 15 of Games My Mom Found. We are coming at you on 4-21-2019, and I am Mike Kelberton, and who are the Pokemon trainers with me today? Uh, hello, it's me, DJ Copeland. Go, Ooh. Pikachu, I choose you. <laughs> uh, and I want to be the best, Stefan JD, there ever was. <laughs> and I'm Stuart Hughes. <laughs> and the Elf, that's right! <laughs> Okay, that was nice. Funny. Bring it at home. Oh. And DJ, you want to introduce the lovely game you made us play this week? Yes, I made us all play a Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy Color because I've always been curious about this game. I think I played it once at a friend's house, thought it was too hard, and put it down. And I was like, you know what? I never learned how to play the trading card game. And I decided I would uh, put this on the list for the show. And uh, <laughs> wouldn't you know, I got addicted to it. It's like the only game we've done that I've gotten like straight up addicted to. <laughs> it's a good like, game. I, I developed now by, uh... bought cards because of this. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Yeah, you can still find cards at like every grocery store in a planet, oh, which I find. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except it's like, it, it's mm-hmm. totally different now. Like this, oh, this game it? is based on essentially the first like, three or so expansions yeah um, like the basically the basic set like, not even all of that one right because there's the original set there's fossil and then there's jungle that all came out around the same time because i remember buying all those booster packs when i was a kid and you will i think you'll find all of those or at least cards from all of those expansions in this game mm. yeah and exclusive cards as well <laughs> There's a few. Yeah, there are like some Game Boy yeah. exclusive cards that have like abilities that uh like Bill like on random chance and shit that like wouldn't be possible that's only possible in a video game. Can you get Bill in any other is Bill like a standard Pokemon card? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like he's the base like he's he's one of the best ones. Like <laughs> yeah, he's I love like, Bill. like a standard thing that people like have in their decks because yeah. being able to draw two cards is great. Okay. I have I I have I somewhere I still have my Pokemon card collection somewhere. I'm just gonna say like uh, this is this is me. This is also my opportunity to uh, call out my younger self for being an idiot <laughs> because like I I collected the cards when I was a kid, but I I just refused to learn the rules of the trading card game because it just looked too complicated to me. Like mm. there's counters and there's a bench and you have to like there's all this shit you have to keep track of and do and i was like ah, i don't want to do that that doesn't sound fun and guess what young me it is fun <laughs> Fucked it, up. it's a lot like it took when i when i played this as a kid because i i'd played because um i played the card ga- the real card game which i never i didn't like playing i just collected the cards but with the game like yeah, other yeah. games i think with a I, game... honestly i think that's probably the true truth for most kids who collect yeah like we didn't give a shit about the game. We just wanted the Holofoil Charizard. Like it was that's, fun. That's basically it. Mm. Oh, oh man, I remember when I was a kid. I was with one of my friends at a at a bowling alley, and they they had some kind of event where they were like giving out booster packs <laughs> for like bowling a game, and we were given like he and I were presented with two booster packs, and I was given first pick, and then. The one he got had a holofoil dragon knight in it, and I was so mad. <laughs> I, I, tried, first... I tried to trade him for it, but like Didn't I, work, you huh? know, I knew that wasn't gonna work. That's oh, the jealousy. I so I was so jealous. I uh, I had this game as a kid, 
and you think you're kicking yourself? I had this game as a kid, and I got the Meowth card with it without realizing it because I just loved Meowth, so I just had that card. I think we sold it at a garage sale. I was, like, looking to see, like, because I knew it was an exclusive. I was looking to see, like, what that card is valued at now. It's, like, $800. Damn. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes sense. That's rent. Yeah. Shit. Oh, and since we hadn't said it earlier, this game did come out in April in 2000 for the Game Boy Color and then only ever got re-released on the 3DS mm-hmm. in 2014. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it has a I, Japanese sequel that never uh, never hit the States. Which I really want to play now. From what I understand, yeah. if you there's like an, an English like mod for it if you emulate you can it. Also, you can also get like repro carts of, uh, of the English version. Okay. Yeah. You can you could just get a repro cart like off eBay and it's like eight bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So there's weird things where um, I'm totally for like any sort of pirating because there's no way to play it in English otherwise. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah, never going to port it. Is, now. This is yeah. one of the few instances yeah. where I'll be like, yeah, guys, pirate this because yeah. like what's like Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Nintendo doesn't want you to buy it anyway. So yeah. the only other way to do it would be to learn Japanese and find the Japanese copy somehow. <laughs> Yeah. Which yeah. I don't even know. I guess what a Game Boy Color game still work. I know, like, there is a period at which um, cartridges just stop working. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. CDs stop working too after a while, but I know. It's yeah, hard. no, I've, I haven't heard that about cartridges. I mean, certain, like, components, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have an old copy of Pokemon Ruby. Mm-hmm. where the clock doesn't work anymore because that's like a separate component that stopped working that like stops working after a certain amount of time. So the, the <laughs> in game clock does not work anymore oh. on my copy of Ruby. The last, um, uh... And I've heard that like CDs, like they just sort of fade over mm-hmm. time. Like, and so like if, after a certain amount of time, it, you just won't like the data will just like mm-hmm. have a vacuum evaporated and it won't be there anymore but i haven't heard that about uh cartridges i think I cartridges think it, are are supposed to be they're supposed to have a longer shelf life i don't want to say it wasn't too long ago when the last when the first like tamagotchis were officially announced dead because like the little battery oh, wow. in the like memory section of them was mm-hmm. only set to last for so so long and they were right, like well right. it's past this point so all tamagotchis are dead now it's like, like the oh, original gen one tamagotchis dead are now all officially dead. They are extinct. Those poor Tamagotchis. Yeah. It is weird because it's the first, like, is it the first digital life to go extinct? <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like it is. I mean, something that was common, I mean, common in, when I was growing up. Mm. <laughs> oh, but one thing I did want right. to ask, <laughs> uh, what deck did everybody start with? Oh, uh, um, I it started was... with Squirtle because he's my buddy. I picked Charmander because I love Charmander. I think I also did. I did Squirtle and I uh, learned to hate it by the end because I picked up <laughs> because this game is so RNG based. Um, yeah. I had almost entirely water Pokemon. <laughs> I just couldn't get other Pokemon. <laughs> I also picked Squirtle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no love. I, I think I should have gone Bulbasaur in hindsight because I, I think Charmander. he would have been he would have been easiest to start with. But which is kind of like this. Now I think about it is the same as the uh, actual games, which is kind of cool. But I, um, I basically accidentally built the bitchiest deck on the planet, um, which is kind of what I did as a kid, where I got like only water Pokemon. And then the only actual other Pokemon I could pick up were like Jigglypuff and Chansey's. And so uh, 
was it called uh, like a stall deck where I just had a stall yeah. deck where I just couldn't yeah. know what he could move? I won. Oh, you son of a bitch. One of the gym leaders like that. I wasn't using the stall deck, but I was able to make him draw enough cards using some of the cards I had, and he was doing oh, it too. Yeah. I only beat him by him running out of card. He would he would have murdered me otherwise. I just couldn't <laughs> beat one of his Pokemon. Because I had nothing but water Pokemon and Chansey's and Jigglypuffs, I, I think I beat three gym leaders that way. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, like, oh god, I know if you get a hit on me, I'm just all, we're all fucking dead. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna yeah. run out the clock. <laughs> I mean, it so, works. So maybe we should uh, explain for those who don't know some of the basics of this game. So this game was basically like marketed in the day as like a way to learn the card game. It actually came with like a special promo card, I think. Special Meowth card. Yeah. An eight hundred dollar Meowth card. Mine would not have gone for eight hundred. It was it was well loved. <laughs> I use that Meowth card all the time. And this game is actually pretty cool because it's essentially the same setup as the Pokemon, like the actual Pokemon games. Like they they have the same setup where it's eight gyms and then the Elite Four. It's the same basic structure, but it's a little more... Actually, this is something I wanted to bring up. The Pokemon trading card game from 2000 is less linear than Pokemon now. Yeah, Less linear weird. than Pokemon has ever been. You can do mm -hmm. all the gyms in any order you want. Yeah, it's like a Mega Man game where you just, like, it just yeah. shows you all the maps, and you're like, all right, here, do what you want to do. Yep. That's a really good comparison, actually. Well, because yeah. I saw that and I was thinking, I was like, is there an order that like you're recommended to do these in? Like, is it like Mega Man where like yeah, there's I a think, kind of understood way of doing it? Or I think it wants you to do the water gym first because just because the trainers there uh, only play for two prizes. Mm -hmm. There's like two prize games and three prize games and every other gym does four prize and up. So I think that's that's meant to be the first one you do because the trainers are the easiest. I did water and then immediately I got more water Pokemon. So I was like, I guess I've got no choice but to do fire because I'm not hitting that fucking electric gem yet. <laughs> I, I, I did water last because my fire deck, I had a grass deck I had to make too, but my, yeah, I, yep. I had a tough fast time with that water gym. Yeah, man, you is, guys uh, gotta grind. Is that Ken? Who did, who's, the, who's the <laughs> water gym leader? That's not Ken, right? No, it's a no, the water Amy, I think, was her name. Okay. Ken was yeah. my favorite to play against because I think he had the coolest music in my mind. <laughs> it was like jazzy. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention about this game. Uh, like we hadn't talked about yet. Whatever you as you would do is you'd walk through, go to different gyms, and then you would challenge the, the members of the gym. And each time you beat them, you get two booster packs. And yep. different different trainers give you different booster packs. There's like four, I think, four different kinds that you get throughout the game. Yeah, yeah there's there's four different expansions. Laboratory. There's uh, Coliseum, Coliseum, Evolution, Laboratory, and Mystery. Okay. Oh, Ken was Fire. Okay, that's why I thought it was so. Yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't think that was. I knew it wasn't Water. I couldn't remember yeah. who it was. None of uh, the none of the gym leaders stood out to me as anyone I'm gonna remember like I would in a regular Pokemon <laughs> game. I yeah. remember a couple of them because they were so like wacky. Um, yeah. Because you had Ken who was like like he had the, God he he looks like uh, if. The fire ice dude from My Hero Academia was just fire. Like he has the red hair pushed down, and he has like the jazzy music for some reason. So he stood out. And then Gene, who was like the rock club master, um, just looked like like older Professor Oak. So he really stood out to me too, because I kept getting Professor Oak cards and then looking at Gene and just going like, "This is the same fucking dude." 
apparently this game features a cameo from the president and CEO of the Pokemon company, Ishihara. Yes, Ishihara. As, uh, uh, you, he, you go I to his house to trade, uh, to trade Pokemon cards with him. Yeah. Oh. Imakuni is the costume Ima, guy. That, oh, yes. Imakuni is a totally... Yes. So Imakuni is like this well-known figure in the, the card game. He's like this... Uh, comedy <coughs> musician who's like well known in Japan who for some reasons was used to promote the card game and <laughs> had like he had his own cards in the game and he's just he's basically he's basically Tingle he's like this <laughs> game's version of Tingle that's a good comparison <laughs> like that's this. a really good comparison yeah I mean he's even dressed similarly like He's yeah, wearing he's like... this weird one, black one-piece one bodysuit with Mickey Mouse ears on it. And never... his he has he has a and he uses and this is a real card. He has a card, uh the Imakuni card, which when you play it confuses your own Pokemon. Yeah. And like there's no reason you you would want to ever play this card. It's like it's it's a joke card. Yeah, there's literally no yeah. upside whatsoever. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the cool thing is that um, he will every time you uh, boot up the game, he will randomly appear in one of the gyms, and if you beat him in a card duel, he will give you one of each booster pack, which is really helpful yeah. for. Oh, that is cool. And, yeah, in that in that way, he he also kind of felt like I forget the name of the guy in the Pokemon Red and Blue, but. He kind of felt like your rival in this game, like that that bad well, rival you well, always run well, into. Actually, this this game does have a rival character, right? Right. Ronald. But <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that famous. <laughs> which, that which, famous that Ronald. Is so, that is such a like perfect like I hate that guy name. It's like <laughs> fucking Ronald. Apologies to all Ronald. Like, it's just it's just so satisfying to say that way. It's like oh fucking Ronald. I think his card is called like Legendary Ronald. Like, isn't his deck called like Legendary Ronald? The Legendary too? Ronald deck. That's his, yeah. He has. There are a bunch of different Ronald decks. I think the Legendary Ronald deck is his last one. Um, that he has in the you know in the championship round. Spoilers. Uh, but no spoilers for this game. That that's the other thing is like oh, you know what I remember why I remember I remember why I thought like why why. People remember like Gary or Blue from mm. the original games as being like the best rival, because and why people are like, oh, the jerk <laughs> rivals are the best rivals, and it sucks there are no jerk, jerk rivals in Pokemon anymore because Ronald's a jerk and it's great. It's like super satisfying to beat him. Like <laughs> I find I it really, really funny that he looked like that because it really works. <laughs> I kept imagining him because he looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh character rather than a Pokemon character. He's like. Just a little bit more out there, and I just kept imagining him as like like a conversation happening at Nintendo. We're like, "Hi, right, we're just gonna throw Ronald in there. We're gonna make him look like a Yu-Gi-Oh character." Because fuck Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> it's time to do the duel. I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh was a thing yet. I think yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh didn't come to the states until next year. Yeah, I don't think it was. Oh god, when did Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh was way later. But it's just like I kept looking at him. No, Yu-Gi-Oh was like 2001. So this is like was like 1999 actually. This beat Yu-Gi-Oh! to the States by a year, I think. Uh, the original run of the manga was in 1996. So that would have preceded right. the game by, like, two years? Yeah. Yeah, but the, uh, see, the uh, manga, the actual, but, but like, bef- 
Yu-Gi-Oh is weird because it didn't become about the actual card game until like the third or fourth arc of the manga. And Boy, the, sh- the show arc... didn't become about the uh, card game until like the sixth season or like the sixth remake yeah, of whatever. Exactly, exactly. And that's that's the only part of the show that we got. And that's yeah. the part of the show that got, you know, that the card game got based on and got marketed and the show is so bad about the fucking card game. The card game didn't come out till 2002 in March in America. Oh, wow. It's even later than I thought. Yeah, so the yeah, Pokemon was... Because I remember I remember Pokemon being the phase, and I remember it switching over to Yu-Gi-Oh! eventually. Yep. <laughs> no, I remember I was nine years old when uh, when Yu-Gi-Oh! came on the scene. I was. I remember I was I was too cool for Yu-Gi-Oh! when it came out. I remember that much. I did, oh, I nobody was too cool for Yu-Gi-Oh! Mike. <laughs> I, was too, I was getting older. I have to apologize because there's actually four Ronald decks. Uh, There's the I'm Ronald (laughs) deck. Uh, I forgot about that one. The powerful Ronald deck, the invincible Ronald deck, and the legendary Ronald deck. Yes. I I think those are, I love those names. They're so hilarious. It's like the, it's the equivalent of like, if you gave a 12 year old a Pokemon deck and you're like, named it something cool. (laughs) Yep. I'm Ronald. I didn't even know the decks had names really. I, I I wasn't. I mean, I played through this and I enjoyed it, but I paid no attention to anything other than the, than the battling. Like that's all. Like I didn't give a shit about anything else in this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it is about the card game. Like everything else was incidental, pretty much. Um, it's, I mean, it's a video game about a card game about a video yeah. game. So yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty much. And like the thing is, I really like the card game. Like. I, I started playing this and I was like, like, oh man, I really like this. Like I've tried getting into other trading card games and it was like, yeah, this is kind of all right. I tried magic for a little while and it was really complex and very complicated. Yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is just just feels really unbalanced. <laughs> it's a mess. But, yeah. But like Pokemon is great. Like Pokemon is a great trading card game. I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh where they, I think at one point, I could be wrong about this, but I think in Yu-Gi-Oh at one point for tournaments, they pretty much banned every like legendary card because they're just so yes. ridiculously unbalanced. Yeah, they, because, they did. Yeah. because they're all completely overpowered because that's the point. Because like, it's so weird because I think the, um, the TV show just kind of bled over into the game a little too much. Yeah, well, people were like using that's Zodiac the whole thing every about anime fucking turn. Is that there constantly have to be more, more powerful things. Just like people one-upping each other with more powerful shit. Like that's half of all shonen anime. You can't get out so of all they, your problems by summoning Exodia, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so like all those ridiculously overpowered <laughs> yeah, anime cards have the first to be episode? in the actual game. So it's completely unbalanced. He loses it the first or second episode. He shows it to Weevil, and he throws and it over the boat. A little yeah. bitch, and he throws him over the side of the boat. And How I would do you never... not get, like, I would think, like, if that show was at all realistic, it was, he would have thrown them over the boat, and then some, like, official would have walked out and be like, all right, you're disqualified from the tournament. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't screw with other people's decks, Weevil. Come on, yeah. you creepy fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah, except it's it's freaking Pegasus, and he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Fucking Weevil. I hated Weevil so much as a kid. <laughs> I never I didn't watch I watched a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was a kid. Because I was I was starting to get out of trading card games. I mean, this is the thing that got me into trading card games, and then I started to kind of slip out of it. And I remember watching very little of the show, but I, it was a couple years ago I went back and watched the first five seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh wow. How rough wow. was it? <laughs> I, I enjoyed four of them a lot. 
<laughs> I loved the Pokemon show, and then I had a friend that was like a little bit younger than me, and he, of course, loved uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Probably for the same reasons I loved Pokemon. No, so I was just like we had to watch Yu-Gi-Oh again, and we had to watch Yu-Gi-Oh with him, and I was just like, oh man, this Pokemon's so much better. <laughs> the first three seasons Yu-Gi-Oh are good uh, up until they get to the Lantis crap. When they start going to Atlantis, and I was, I'm done. That show. Gets yeah, that like bad. early tournament is great. Yeah, the early tournament's good. The second tournament, the Kaiba's tournament, is really good. Um, that lasts for two seasons. That's all. That is very entertaining, and then it then it gets into a whole other world. Because there were so many card games coming out, and just the show, like every show I was watching, then I really wanted them in my mind. I really wanted somebody to make a Yu Yu Hakusho card game. <laughs> <laughs> like this needs like to happen. Show. Lots. So good. All right. Well, now we got a Yu-Gi-Oh! fix out of the way. <laughs> yeah. um, we hadn't really explained how the Pokemon trading card game works. So you, you make your deck, you have your basic yep. creatures, but you have to evolve them, which is what one thing that made this game different well, we mm-hmm. compared to some other games. Yeah. Like, you put your Charmander out, then you got to wait to get your Charmeleon, put him out, and then each turn you're allowed to put one energy card on a Pokemon. The energy card is what lets them do their abilities and, your, and lets them attack and do our, make the game work. It's effectively yeah. like one extra step more than you would do in Pokemon Red or Blue. You have to right. apply energy. Yeah, you gotta think ahead. Right, but it's also it's also different from other trading card games because in other trading card games, your resources, your mana, your energy, your whatever, mm-hmm. usually you require. Usually they're required just to put monsters on the field. Mm-hmm. But in Pokemon, mm-hmm. you could just put as many Pokemon out on on your bench as you want a turn. It's you need you need the energy to power their attacks. That's what you need it for. And you can actually exploit that. You can exploit that for a lot of like really fun, really cheesy strategies, which uh, I'll get into a little later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the uh, weird things that took me off guard for a second at the beginning was that there's a lot of management going on here, especially with your deck. And because yeah. this is on a Game yeah. Boy game, you go through like five different screens during battle to kind of like oh, select yeah. what you're gonna do. So if there's if there's one thing to complain about with this game, it's definitely like the interface and the menus, and that's yep. no fault of this game because all they had was two buttons and a D pad, <laughs> uh, and they managed to make it work for the most part. But there are, there are parts of the deck management that are yeah more clunky <laughs> than they they need to be. Uh, yeah. Uh, especially with building decks and having different decks, because something I never understood, you can have five decks at a time. They all share the same cards. You can't, if you have only 20 energy, if you have only like 20 fire energy, you can't have two fire decks. Like you Mm -hmm. have your fire deck and and then that's all your fire energy Mm -hmm. because you can't use any of it for your second deck. Because it's already in use with your first deck. Like, even if you're... Because it makes no sense to me for those cards to be used up. Because if you're using that other deck, you're not using the first deck. So you're not using those cards. So you might as well just have them available. But you can't do that. So you have to... What you have to do is you have to save decks in... There's, like, this machine in the professor's lab where you can save decks you've created. And that's Mm -hmm. how you, like, save your decks. So you have to. So there's like an, a weird extra step to have multiple decks. It's weird, but um, <laughs> I uh, I circumnavigated that problem by only having one deck. So yeah, I was like, well, I do not trust myself to build a second deck. 
I, I basically just built one deck at a time. I would just dismantle whatever deck I had, which mm. is dumb because like even dismantling a deck, you need to have more than one deck for some reason to dismantle your current deck to build a new deck. I don't, I don't get it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really, there, there are some things that are just really annoying. So you would have to like take out all of your cards one by one in order to erase your deck yeah, just to build a new deck. It's the equivalent it, it, of it, going like, I have like, I have this deck and I want to change some cards in it. Oh, the only way to do that is to take out some cards and put it in another deck. Like you can't just take it out and put it on a table and be like, all right, I'll do this later. Yeah. It's like the most confusing way of doing it. It's a, it's a weird it, game. Yeah, yeah. There are things that are just a little too clunky, but that's really my biggest complaint about this game. Like, otherwise, it's the card game, and the card game is great. And you, you do feel like you're playing a card game too. I mean, it does oh, have yeah. art on the cards, like you would yeah. expect on the Pokemon cards. So it's trying to be yeah, the card game. Really it's, cool um, art too. Like the uh, Grimgar art I saw was like fucking phenomenal looking. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, like those. The, the art on the cards is the actual art from the cards yeah. in the yeah. mm-hmm. game at that time. It was like a little um, bit more stylized too, which was nice. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that was just because it was on the Game Boy, but it looked really cool. And Yeah, had, was, and, they did a really good job with it. And you have a few exclusive cards, all the ones that had the GB, they were all the exclusive ones that they yeah. made just for the game. Yeah, like, yeah and thing- those had like, like, like I said before, those weird like random chance abilities that you couldn't really do <laughs> in a physical card game. Like, and I, I like the fact that the whole story of this game is all you just trying to get the three legendary cards, I want to say. Four legendary like, cards. Four. Oh, Dragon Knight. Yeah. yeah, yeah I forgot Dragon about Dragonite. Was Dragon Knight the one that sucked? Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't use them. I just, I didn't, well, I didn't use any of them because I was, I done that I was done with the game, but I thought they were cool. <laughs> Well, they all, they all look cool. Legendary but... Dragonite has an ability where when you put it on the field, it heals all the rest of your Pokemon. And that's which, cool. Which is kind of neat, um, but otherwise it sucks. Like its regular attack is actually worse than the regular Dragonite. Yeah, <laughs> I always liked the Dragonite card. I don't know. I, I didn't use. I didn't. I never used it, but I just thought it was cool. Yeah, I ended up with a Rat Matata just because I always fucking do. <laughs> but that card looked pretty good. I never used. <laughs> I never used Rattatats. I mean, I did. My favorite card to use for battle, I didn't get it till mid game, was Hitmonchan in my fire fighting Hitmonchan, deck. Hitmonchan is great. Well, yeah. actually, yeah. fire and one fighting Pokemon deck is what yeah. it became. Just Hitmonchan. He, he's, he's like a like super balanced Pokemon. He's like he's almost like a Blastoise in a sense. Yeah, Hitmon, Hitmonchan is really good. He has a good attack. Uh, he only needs three energy. He's got a decent amount of HP, and he's a single stage so you don't need to set him up with evolution it's really good like he's he's good like him and pincer and scyther are like three of the best like cards in the game because they're just like single stage you can get them out they have decent attack power they have decent hp it's it's great pincer was awesome i used him to win a few a few oh, tough yeah. battles Pinsir's also great. another one that saved my ass in this game was Rapidash because their second ability. <laughs> Rapidash is fantastic. You can and oh and by the way in this yeah. game you you cannot alter the coin flip. You could do a save state before or something. That coin yeah. is already way decided for you when you start the match. All, all the coin flips are already decided. You cannot alter it in any shape or form. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You see all these that sheets online in like the FAQs. It's like no, if you press the the no. button right right at this point, then you can get a heads every time. It's like no. Yeah, it's random. 
It's a oh, coin flip. Yeah. I remember as a kid when I when I first because I I have vivid memories of biking with my friend, and we stopped. We threw our we got off our bikes and we were sitting down playing this game, talking about it. And I and I remember trying, thinking with a coin flip you could hit a hit eight the right time. I get heads, and when I realized, yeah, that that doesn't work. There's nothing <laughs> no, <laughs> completely but, random. I just like to that at like every single duel you have. Like ninety percent of the duel seems to be determined by a coin flip. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, the, uh... a lot of, there's a lot of luck-based mechanics in this game. Reminds me of like the Charlie McDennis episode of Always Sunny, where they like the whole episode's been playing this insane, insanely stupid card game based on every single card game in existence. And the end is like, it's like a tie. And they're like, "What do we do? We've never had a we've never had a tie before." And Frank tells the rule book. He's like, "In the case of a tie, both opponents must." Flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh yeah. Okay. I hate. I hate that fact. That that, that brings up something else I wanted. To, I wanted to mention. It had nothing to do with this, but I'm going to tell it anyway. When I was, uh, I, I think I was ten or eleven. I went to a Pokemon tournament at the at the mall where I was living in Milwaukee. It's always at the mall. <laughs> I had lost my my first match, or somehow I think the guy had had. Well, he, I remember as a kid thinking he froze the Game Boy because I was beating him and I was fucking around with my Articuno. I was just freezing him and just messing around with him like an idiot instead of just finishing the match. And the thing froze, and then like, okay, we'll decide by flipping the coin. I'm like, what? We're gonna flip a coin? And they yeah. flipped the coin, and he and then he won, and then he got heads or whatever it was. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I remember I was so upset that day. It's yeah. so That's, what it That's BS. But <laughs> oh, did anyone get the Mewtwo card earlier in this game to actually use it in their deck? I got Mew. Yeah, does, so you can get you can actually get a couple of Mewtwo's. You can get one from the uh, the challenge hall, which I think uh, the challenge hall like becomes available after your after you win your third badge, and then you can also get Mewtwo after you beat the psychic gym leader from the lobby, it's like a different Mewtwo that you can just get in random packs. So yeah, I actually had a couple of Mewtwo's early on. I didn't, I didn't find them to be super useful. They're more situational. I never, I didn't get it till way near the end, but I kicked in that, I want to say against Ronald, he, in the final match, he has it. I killed it, but it wasn't, it wasn't fun to take it down. It, yeah. He had, cause he gotten enough energies on it. When I, cause one, where he could kick my ass. One of the strategies in this game is like, as we were talking about earlier with stalling, where you'll put like a Chansey out and you'll stall them and you'll yep. put, you start filling all your your bench Pokemon with energy so that they can, when you're ready, they can just come out and start kicking ass right out right out the door, which can really yep. fuck up somebody if they play. Like me, I, I had yep. a lot of weak, fast Pokemon. My goal is to get the right Pokemon one, early and just kick your ass. One Pokemon that's great for that is Kangaskhan because it's not quite as bulky. It has 98 HP, but... Uh, it has a move that costs one energy that just lets you draw a card. Okay. That like that's all it does. It just draws a card. So it's like the perfect thing to have up front to like get the cards you need. Also, there's a there's a strategy that I used a couple of times that I built a deck for where you have like a bunch of colorless, like huge bulky Pokemon like Snorlax, Chansey, and then you have an Alakazam. Mm. And Alakazam has an ability where it can swap the damage of any Pokemon on your side. So if you have like Hitmonchan out and Hitmonchan takes 30 damage, Alakazam can take that 30 damage and put it onto your Chansey. So oh, okay. Hitmonchan can just keep on going. Cool. Yeah. I never I never got Alakazam or used any of the Abra stuff. I never I never really used any psychic Pokemon in the, in this Man, in this you version. Guys, see 
in order to get like the cards that are worthwhile, you have to grind in this game. And I do recommend to anyone get a guide, get like pull up a guide that will tell you which trainers have which booster packs and then start and, 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 and which also which booster packs have which cards in them and start grinding for specific <laughs> cards. I had to pull up my guide so I could know what I was doing. Different <laughs> trainers uh, drop different players at different rates. I was able to get most of the stuff I wanted, which was great because then I was able to like really play play around and like build some really ridiculous decks. Like there's this strategy that I found out about that's like the most ridiculous strategy in the game, and I love it so much. It's a deck called Do the Wave, where <laughs> it's so so it's built it's built around essentially just having four Wiggly Tufts in your deck. Yeah. Wiggly oh. Tuff, yeah, you see where I'm going. Wiggly yeah. Tuff in this game has an attack called Do the Wave, which does ten damage plus ten additional damage for every Pokemon on your bench. So what you do is you build a deck that has four Wigglytuffs, a bunch of Bills, a bunch of Professor Oaks, and then a bunch of like Scythers and Hitmonchans. And then what you do is that you just get your, you start playing a Jigglypuff turn one, and you just keep playing Bills, you keep playing Professor Oaks, until you get a Wigglytuff, until you get a Wigglytuff, three energy you have a bunch of double colorless so you get one double colorless and one some other and then just a bunch of other any other pokemon just to fill out your bench and you can have all that set up by turn two so by turn two you can have a wiggly tough that does 60 damage and then yeah. also you have like a bunch of plus powers so if uh, your opponent puts out a, a pokemon with 70 hp you can knock it out in one hit <laughs> And you can sweep pretty much any trainer in the game with that deck. It's that's ridiculous. Pretty, it's not a pretty funny like strategy that someone was talking about where yeah, I guess you go in with only Scythers. You take only Scythers yeah. and you just build up your elemental, your uh, grass element. It's just like, I think they, God, I can't remember. They do like insane damage every move. And so you just have like seven oh, yeah. Scythers <laughs> rotating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they have, yeah. Because they do, their main attack does, um, it's like 20? it's three energy, it's three colorless, and it does thirty damage. Mm -hmm. But their other move is Sword Stance, which only takes one energy. And what it does is it makes your uh, slash attack on the next turn do double damage. So basically, what you do is <laughs> while you're building up energy, you're just spamming Sword Stance, so that when you put <laughs> your third energy on, you do double damage. Nice. And that's yeah, it's actually really cool because. Um, it's also very useful because, like, if someone puts out, like, a Chansey or something that uh, has moves where, oh, I can't take damage this turn. That's fine. Just use Sword Dance, and it'll take double damage next turn. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a great Pokemon to have. Yeah, it's nice uh, to help Also, me it has zero retreat cost, which is amazing. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they make two. Just switch out a Pokemon. Unless you use a yeah. trainer card, you have to pay, pay – you have to sacrifice energy – to return them to your bench. Yeah, so it's it's like it's you really have to. It, it's a decision that you really have to weigh. There are certain Pokemon that have zero retreat costs, and they're so valuable. Like Rapidash is one of them. Uh, Scyther, like we mentioned, like man, Haunter is a great one. I never used uh, Haunter. Butterfree, Butterfree is one of my favorites. Butterfree can be a really, really good card. 
because it has zero retreat cost. It has Whirlwind, which doesn't deal that much damage, but it forces the Pokemon out and forces uh, your opponent to to play another one from their bench. So you can just constantly be switching Pokemon out and dealing damage on them. And then its other move is Absorb, which does 40 damage and then heals for half, which is fantastic. So you can just sweep entire time, entire teams with uh, with Butterfree and just keep healing, and it's just it's so good. And I I didn't use Butterfree. I did. I got the card. But I never even looked at it. I'm like, ah, it's Butterfree. Dude, dude, you missed out. Butterfree's great. Probably. Like, it's not honestly, like I did. honestly, you can build a really really solid deck just from Bug Pokemon in this game. Like for some reason, the Bug Pokemon are really good. Which is unusual for a Pokemon game, because yeah. usually bug Pokemon are not U- good. Usually bug Pokemon suck. No, in the trading card game, they're amazing. <laughs> they're, like, really good. Oh, since we're talking about decks, one of the questions that we had from a from Tony Chris, or however you pronounce his name, sorry, sir, if you're listening, um, he wanted to ask, what, uh, why was Rain Dance such an awesome deck? And I and I, I don't even know what the Rain Dance oh, deck was. Oh, Rain, Dance, you Rain Dance is fantastic. So, uh, this is if you have a Blastoise. So, Blastoise has an ability called rain dance where Mm -hmm. again it's another super broken ability which i did use a lot uh, (laughs) beginning where basically um it just breaks the rules entirely and lets you put as many water energy as you want every turn onto any pokemon okay that's awesome so like i had a gyarados i had like a gyarados and a dugong gyarados and dugong by the way also excellent. Dugong is freaking amazing in the yeah, game. My ass. Dugong is a great one. Um, but you can just like <laughs> like Gyarados in this game kicks ass, but it has a ton of energy investment. It takes like four energy to do to do its best attack, and, and so you can just have a Gyarados and just put four energy on it in one turn, and then just like decimate everybody if you have a Blastoise out. Man, it's that is it's. Cool. <laughs> Bonkers. I should have I should have made a water deck. I I never my fire deck got me through majority of the game. Other than yeah. there was only two trainers that really fucked me up. With the, even with my grass deck, that one of the elite four, I think he, he was a third one, the ice guy who had the dugong. Yeah. Um, and I, it took me it took me about five or six, <laughs> five to seven tries to finally beat him just because I couldn't get the right cards. You know how many tries it took me? One with that it took deck. Me one try. You know why? <laughs> you know why? What? Fucking Wigglytuff. Oh, you do the wave. <laughs> We see you looked up Doing strategies, away. which, but I um, mean, again, you were passionate about this game, and I, I, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I like got in. I <laughs> had a like this game. I would start playing at eight, and then look up, and it was three in the morning. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, <laughs> okay. I've been trying to figure out. Like, this entire it was time. bad. Like I had to force myself to stop playing it. I'm I'm <laughs> glad you picked it though. I'm glad it was yeah, nice. To yeah, go me too. It's really memory fun. lane. I've been trying to figure out which. Like which person you fight that has like three fucking flying Pikachu's because they were pissing me off. I can't remember who oh, did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been I think Steve, it's the, the girl Grandmaster. in the electric gym, who's just like who just loves Pikachu and just yeah. has a deck with nothing but it's, different. It's Pikachu's nothing in but it. Pikachu's, and the yeah. flying Pikachu is such a fucking annoying asshole of a card. Yeah, because it's resistant <laughs> to fighting, which is what it's usually weak to. Yeah, it's I resistant think. to fighting, and it just flips a coin, and if it's heads, you're paralyzed. <laughs> Just like, yep. oh man, terrible. She has like three of them. Yep. I, I don't think it's I great. Fought her. Yeah, that sounds annoying. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think she might not have been. Yeah, I guess she wasn't a master. I think she was just a person in a gym. And I was, I, I, was, I wanted to like I would... go back and kill her afterwards. I was like, you fucking bitch, <laughs> you're flying Pikachu. <laughs> I skipped some. I, I was kind. Of, I, I mean, some of the gyms. I got to a point where I was pretty happy with my cards. Where I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna beat them and keep going because I was, I was yeah. content with my decks. I was just so happy every time I saw flying Pikachu because the the card art is like really fantastic. Which is oh, Pikachu yeah. with a bunch of balloons uh, oh, tied yeah. to him. And I was like, oh, yeah, and then normal. I read what it did, and I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I remember, as a kid, I remember loving the art on these cards. I, I still remember I went to some convention my mom had took me to at the state fairgrounds, and I and it's my first ever being at any type of convention or sale type thing. We're walking around. I remember I bought, I want to say it was like twenty bucks at the time, a Needle King card, holographic, mm-hmm. and I remember being so excited about that card. Ooh. Never did use oh, it yeah. much. But would fight each other over this holographic card. I love Needle King. I that for for early gen, that is probably one of my favorite Pokemon. I do not know why, but I've always <laughs> liked Needle King. It's just a it's like a rhino mixed with a rat. <laughs> yeah, he just I don't know. I, yeah, just... uh, I mean it's cool. Like Needle King, Needle Queen, those were some of the coolest. Like Rhyhorn also is like yeah. a similar thing. Like they just look like monsters. Like they just look like really cool. <laughs> monsters that could beat you up they're great I'll just i will always, oh, i i, I kind of uh... miss when uh when pokemon looked like that you know <laughs> another thing i now I wanted, another thing i wanted to mention is because of us playing this game dj made uh entered had me enter another world of, of misery i downloaded the pokemon trading card game online thanks to you oh yes <laughs> well and... that one that one's just like Buy the cards, 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 buy the cards. Pretty like much. it's very it's not subtle at all. But if they want you to buy the cards. It's great for editing, like you were doing. It's great for editing the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. It's great to pass the time while you're editing. Um <laughs> another game actually that I recommend for that is uh is Slay the Spire, which is a card game, but it's a roguelike. It's really good. Look that up. I I have a weak spot for any type of game like this one where you have a card game, but you also have some kind of like story or quest mode that you're trying Mm -hmm. to do and you get cards for winning. I mean, that that to me makes me that. I I do. I do like that a lot. (laughs) I, in general, really like um, the RPG, like applying an RPG framework to stuff that's not actual like RPG gameplay. (laughs) <laughs> the you one know, thing like, I uh, was disappointed by in this game, which I really I like for this to be a game based on the card game itself, like specifically the card game, not Pokemon, but the Pokemon card game. <laughs> what I really wanted was for every time you go to a gym, if you look outside, like your mom and like she's sitting in a minivan <laughs> waiting for you. I thought that would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> that would have been great. Just like driving yeah. you all across the country. <laughs> in, so you're saying you need to be more like Earthbound where you can yeah. call your dad. Mom, I lost. <laughs> oh god we'll come back next week it'll be fine and like if you lose then you like you have to go get ice cream or something later <laughs> make you feel better <laughs> would have been fun. this is the pokemon where they let 10 year olds just run off even if they are just playing cards that's true. Yeah, there's a uh there's a web comic called punchlines machismo that's fucking hilarious that uh one of the main characters it, like every character is like a joke based on a video game kind of like the whole co- conceit of the comic is it's a government office that's trying to um, uh, like put people from video games back into normal society. So it's like Kratos trying to sell TVs at Best Buy. <laughs> and one of the characters is a like Pokemon master who was kicked out of the house at 10. And he's just got his <laughs> Magikarp. And his Magikarp 
evolved into Gyarados by he literally used the Magikarp as like a blunt force weapon. <laughs> was just swinging it around and beating Pokemon to death with it. He's like, I don't understand how to play this game. <laughs> Why does that sound funny? But it does. It's really funny. It's a it's a great there comic. Are, there are some funny attacks in this game. Like I always get a kick out of playing. Uh, I think it's Starmie, and like all Starmie can start doing for attack is slap. Yeah. Like I can just imagine oh, yeah. a Starmie going up to another Pokemon and just saying, let's duel and slapping it. <laughs> One thing I've always wanted from Pokemon is for them to make Meowth more like Meowth from the show, where he has a move that's like persuade and he just turns into a con man trying to sell the other Pokemon something. <laughs> you flip a coin Stand to see up. if you get yes or no. <laughs> what everything in this game is flip a coin, I swear. Coin yeah. flip yes or no, you get heads, you sell them a vacuum. Um, DJ, I can't remember. Did you mention the the rabbit hole you went down after we started with the real trading cards yet? I mean, I I did buy. I bought a bunch of decks. <laughs> I like bought. <laughs> I, well, it's it's funny because like I started buying like a lot of the. They're just sitting on my shelf now. Like it's just hey, like still... well, there's there's sixty bucks down the drain, you know. <laughs> and, it's you know, and it's interesting. It was educational at least. Because I got to look at some of the newer cards, and wow, there has been a power creep for sure. Like just like in the video games, actually, um, everything is way more powerful now, and they have a bunch of like extra mechanics, like the GX and EX cards. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's it's kind of honestly, I I kind of prefer the original. Like I I prefer the game. I prefer the the Game Boy Color game, honestly, because. It's way more basic and way more like balanced. It's so it's and like honestly, like the trading card game is a giant money sink. Like in order to get any of the cards you want, you actually want like in order to get the cards you need to build a deck that's actually viable, you have to basically just buy a hundred booster packs. That just, sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. This is you why have I will to, never collect like, cards again. You have to just pay like two hundred, three hundred dollars to get all the cards in the current expansion in whatever expansion you want the cards in. So, and there, and there are, there are people who play competitively who just buy out, spend hundreds of dollars buying out every single expansion just to get the cards they need. And it's ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, it's, it's... And I, I would much rather play the game boy color game where all you have to do to get the cards you want is just spend a few hours grinding. Which, you know, that it takes a lot of time and can be monotonous, but you can do it while you're, like, watching TV. Yeah, you don't have to pay a whole lot you of know? attention. And you <laughs> don't have to pay any money. I can only say so much about that because I have put an embarrassing amount of money into Pokemon Go. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, I like nah. that shirt. Uh, I haven't put, I'll put any, five dollars down. Pokemon Go. I never put any money in that game yet, but I did max out my bag in that game, finally. I had to, I had to put money in to uh, get the bigger backpack, because I just people keep sending me shit and i'm just like i can't fucking carry this many goddamn pineapples <laughs> like, yeah you gotta you gotta get i got lucky and got a gym not that far from my house and there's not oh a lot God. of people that go to it so we switch off and beat each other and take over the gym and switch off who, who's in it <laughs> and it works out there is a gym rule. we don't just talk like, to each other it's just but. like a little too far away from my house like <laughs> i could walk there but the amount i would have to walk is like maybe like a hundred meters down the road like it's not that far <laughs> Uh, and I, mean, I was just like, I don't want to walk like such a little distance to hit the gym and just be standing in the street and then come back. Oh, I, I do it all the time. But... 
Uh, that's I love Pokemon Go. Confirm. The main reason I like my school is because it now has two Pokestops in a gym right outside. <laughs> it's just like that is that is it's the nice. main requirement. I almost put that on the train. I was they had us do a survey, and I almost wrote the survey like, "Why do you like this school?" And I almost wrote Pokestop right outside. <laughs> gym across the street. <laughs> um, do you guys have any last things you want to say about the game before we jump into some listener questions? Uh, um, I think that the art is really good. The music is fantastic. The music. The music. We need to talk about the music. The music oh, in this game is surprisingly excellent. Like mm-hmm. it's groovy. It's yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It is. Is groovy is the best word for it. Yeah. It's got like it. It is a straight up jam the entire time. Yeah. It's just it's 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 funkalicious. It's great. I never I never heard it in this game. <laughs> oh, you should have. <laughs> at some point, I gotta start at, playing with the sound on. Hey. At some point, I paused the game and I just let the music play while I was doing other things. It's well, just really fun. That's, yeah, that's really of, good music. A lot of it with this game was because I, I had podcasts going on when I was playing this because it just was so. Plus, I play in times two speed, so I can't have music on. <laughs> I think the music so, actually probably would have sounded sounded just as good. Uh, in times yeah. two. You can I because I yes. every Pokemon game I play is in time two speed because they are just so freaking slow. I music can't. in this game uh, was actually like, you have a run button in this game. Yeah. 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 There was a run button in this game before there was a run button in the mainline Pokemon yeah, case. You don't get one in mainline till Fire Red, Leaf Green, which is not till GBA. If I remember. Uh, no, you get one in, in uh Ruby Sapphire. Oh, oh that okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I never played Ruby Sapphire, that's why. Yeah. He needs to do a Pokemon Ruby Ruby crossover cosplay. It's such a specific cosplay, but there's somebody out there that's gotta be able to do it. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Any you guys good with questions then? I got a few for us. So. Yeah. Okay. I just like the thing I liked about the music in this game, of course, is just like it was like oddly slow. Like I was expecting kind of like normal Pokemon music where it's kinda of, like really No, it's it's adults. way more like it's way more chill. Yeah, it's very cat it's, it's super very chill. Relaxed. It's just really yeah. like easy music to listen to. It's just it's yeah, this is like a great chill out game. This is the like, art. You just was, yeah. Lie on the couch, like, put on the TV play pokemon trading card game for game boy color like it's great that, yeah. that's it that's your sunday afternoon man you see, we record, record this last week we could have went with your early joke and have been perfect with that other comment just now <laughs> nice chill out game for april yeah still, <laughs> <are> still <laughs> i mean right. what uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are um i <laughs> put four I energy read. on my level 20 elect buzz <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first question I want to read from Alan Halterman. How many had you? How many of you had to learn the card game from scratch to play this game? Uh, I did. Basically, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't played. I did. Honestly, kid. it didn't take me that long. I I played I as a kid, on it pretty quick. and I had to like rely on my knowledge of what I did as a kid. Where I was just like, I I know as a kid I was just that asshole that played like the stall decks because I was just like, even if I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna make you work for it. Uh, <laughs> or or better yet my idea was like if i can like extend this game long enough the other person will just get annoyed and start making a lot of mistakes because i'll just be <laughs> like the most annoying player and so i had to go back on that knowledge because like just by playing an AI, i was like all right i'm just gonna make this last as long as possible <laughs> and just hope that like i win some coin flips down the road down the, the road that's what this game is all about yeah just gonna stall for those coin flips man <laughs> i think Stephen, you have... flips <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Stefan, did you have any did you have any experience with this before we picked it? Like, uh, I mean, game? I mean, I collected them all and I had them all. And sadly, when um, 
I asked my mom, I was like, hey, do you still have my Pokemon card? She's like, yeah, I do. I was like, great, because they're worth a lot of money. And she was like, oh, okay, well, I'll save them for you. And then I went over there, and she had forgot that we had this conversation and gave them away to the neighbor's kid. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, so so other than that, no, I haven't. But, like, it, th- even playing this game, it's it's so basic. It's not that hard to get. I, like, I've played more complicated games. Oh, yeah, just it's, like... very, it's very simple, yeah. but it's just fun, man. I, I really like this game. Yeah, it's not yeah. just like reading and like thinking about how each card could be played. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's like, like any other those, trading card game. It's yeah. about synergies, right? Yeah. It's about yeah, building is, a deck. Uh, that oh God, what you it's say? About, guess, it's about building a strategy. I think Pokemon might be like kind of the pinnacle of card games, where it's the easiest to learn and like it's not that hard to master, but it's just hard enough where like once you get it, you'll feel really yeah. good about. Learn, well, like, yeah, I mean, strategy. it's a lot. It's a lot like uh, a poke, like actual Pokemon, like the game mm-hmm. competitively, where it really all depends on your opponent. Yeah. Another, I have another question. Oh, this one, uh, Darius or DJ kind of answered on Facebook, but I thought it was funny, so we're going to read it on here from James Odent. Did you regret not knowing about giving that one dude all your energy at that one lobby? Why is your answer yes? I oh actually... yeah, yeah. There's this, there's this <laughs> dude in one of the lobbies who asks for all your, your energy. And you say yes, he just takes all your energy cards uh, that aren't currently in a deck. <laughs> uh, um, but he tells you, I think he tells you where a rare card is. Apparently, he also you can takes all your well. energy. Where if you, I think if you have like a second deck, you can put all but one energy in it. Yeah, so yeah. Basically, basically. The, the the play there is you just make like dummy decks out of all energy cards. Yeah. That was the and only time I made all like your a energy second in there, really. and then you ask him. Um, <laughs> I I actually <laughs> saved. I actually asked him, and I was like, "You give me all your energy." I was like, "No," and then I saved, and then I said yes just to see what would happen. So I was able to just reload and get all my energy back. I don't remember this. I didn't talk to him either. He just yeah, won the you, lobby. You got to talk to everybody. Man, good stuff that. happens. Uh, if you... <laughs> yeah, it's a Pokemon game. Talk to everybody. You know, that's that's you really do get a lot of in the early Pokemon games. You get a lot of items like that that I didn't realize. So I was an adult going back and playing them. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. Uh, another, I got a couple, two more questions I want to read. One more from Connor Campbell. How do you grind successfully in this game? It just feels so random and annoying, which DJ did did answer earlier. Just keep battling yeah. the trainers and, like he said, look Ooh. up what cards you want, which so I yeah, never yeah. did. RNG gods. About. Hope they're in your favor. Yep. It took me hours to get uh, to get four Wigglytuffs for, for my Do the Wave deck. It took I me was, hours. I will say, like, there are a lot of games that like really heavily rely on RNG. This is definitely one of them, but I don't I, I wasn't as annoyed at this game. No, for, like, oh, it's, it's built games. it's built in in a very effective way. It never feels unfair. Yeah. Uh, because because it's like a coin flip and you expect that to be kind of 50-50 anyway. Yeah, it's 50-50 and it's built into the strategies of just a lot of the cards. Um and a lot of the time, the coin flips are for secondary effects, so they don't really, you know, affect yeah. you super badly. They also keep things interesting. If there was no, if there were no coin flips in this game, 
it would basically be completely up to just how you built your deck and how fast and it would you just were. be hitting two machines against each other there would be no actual like you wouldn't have to improvise like, like that's part of the game is that there's a little ev- element of chance so that you have to think on your feet right because otherwise it would just like all of the skill would just be in building the deck and not in actually playing the game this isn't it's not like XCOM where the entire game is based on uh like stat readout. It's yeah. It's just enough that it's like not infuriating if it goes if it goes wrong, it just kind of keeps the game lively. Yeah, it's 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 integrated very well. It's part yeah. of the game. Yeah, it does fit well. I mean it annoyed yeah. me sometimes, but it fit really well in the game. It's no I mean, Final it's Fantasy just, Tactics. It's it's <laughs> and it's like it's risk. It's you accept it's accepted risk, right? It's mm-hmm. just like, um, it's again, it's just like the mainline games. You have a move like uh, Hydro Pump, which has 100 base power or like 120 base power, but only 80 a- accuracy. So one time in five, you're going to miss. And people in the competitive scene still put Hydro Pump on their Pokemon because they decided it's worth the risk. And if they miss, they they work with it. They work through it. Like, that's part of the game. Oh, right. And then last question to read from a Jose D. Garcia. Would you play an up- updated version of this on Switch today? Uh, Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Without even thinking yeah. about it. I think Same. it's, like, it's such a weird game, too, just in terms of... Because what it is, yeah, like what DJ said earlier, it's a game that's invented to teach you how to play Pokemon, the card game. Right. Like, the Pokemon games don't really do that the same way this does. And that's like that's just a, like a weird enough idea that I really I really love it. I would love to see this on Switch. We're just like, yeah, hey, they're not going to do that. They they've they've got their online version, yeah. and it's sort of tied. You know, it's tied to the actual cards that you have to purchase. Mm-hmm. So that like in order to get cards in the game, you have to actually spend money. Most uh, people I know um, just play the Pokemon games rather than play. Yeah, I I really just. They're not going to do it, but all I really want is just the trading the trading card game on Game Boy Color, but for Switch. Like I just want them to make a new version of that, where just put all the expansions or however many expansions in the game and let me grind for the booster packs in game. I just put it. it. Don't don't make me spend money. Just let me actually and give me the whole RPG beat the gym leaders thing. Mm-hmm. Like just let me do that again. <laughs> like I will pay sixty dollars for that. I will absolutely play full re- pay full retail price just to be able to do that. Please, Nintendo, please do this. Please <laughs> do this. Them, um, I could see them doing it if they came out like we're kind of like past the era of weird peripheries, uh, peripheral like controls and stuff. Like I, you would not really see like. Oh, you know, I mean, we're not exactly. I mean, Labo is a thing. That's true, <laughs> but like, like it's not as bad as it was with like you know the Yu Gi Oh. Uh, armband deck holder thing and like all the all the oh, like there was I a period where everything was the Pokemon stuff like yeah like I would say is I could see them doing it if those peripherals kind of style came back where they were like they came out with say like a little holographic projector or something and it was like it was like the Yu-Gi-Oh show where you put a card oh, down oh, and yeah. it like was like I would like I always wanted that to be a thing I still do oh yeah, yeah totally. I feel like with <laughs> yeah I feel like with like some AR stuff, like you could do that with like Pokemon 
go oh style. My God. Like you, you could really you do a good AR, AR style. Trading cards. That would yeah. be amazing. Why have they done that? I don't know because no, seriously, I, I why assume have they've not done that. I assume they've worked on it because I think like Pokemon Go what was part of that was like a test for AR's capability with Nintendo games. So I could see it coming back. I would I would love for them to release another trading card game though in that style. And they, it's like an AR based oh game. If they card did down. that, I would buy it so fast. Yeah, everyone would buy it. It'd be fucking yeah. awesome. I think the main issue is like you gotta wait for AR mapping to get better, which it is. It's getting better like constantly. But it's gotta get to a point where it's both better and affordable. And I think I don't know, I wouldn't be surprised if like the next Nintendo console had something like that, the next handheld. Could be a you little idea of it. You know what they should bring back? Chainsaw controllers. <laughs> yeah. More chainsaw controllers. <laughs> chainsaw controllers for everything. Pokemon yeah. trading card game chainsaw controller. <laughs> exactly. Pokemon the, the chainsaw game is what they'll call it. And you trade chainsaws back and forth. This is so <laughs> terrible. All right. And you have to to duel, you have to do the Gears of War chainsaw duel <laughs> to slam the controller <laughs> controllers together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Now, I, I actually have a question for you guys now that we're done with reader or listener questions. Um, what was your favorite Gen 1 Pokemon? Um, yeah. Just in general or in the context of the, the card game? Just 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 your favorite overall, just as, maybe even aesthetically. Oh, man. That's that's tough, actually. Sure, sure. Uh, I need a moment. Mine is definitely Meowth, and I have no like, I have no misconceptions. It's from the show. I just thought Meowth was the coolest, <laughs> or as he's called in Japan, Nyarth, which is a terrible name. <laughs> definitely, um, no, it's, it's Nyanth. Nyanth. It's Nyarth. It's yeah. What? Which is which is because it's the same name. It's the same name. It's it's the noise that a cat makes, and yeah. then a th- a fifth. Like it. That's it. It's the <laughs> like I remember thinking, oh man, the Japanese name of Meowth must be something like really cool and like have some sort of other meaning. And no, it's the same exact name. <laughs> uh, you, Mike? Oh, Charizard, because I love Charizard. dragons. Uh, uh, I, don't I still love dragons. If... Let's not kid uh, ourselves. You're one of those people. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. remember if I, it was Gen 1. I think it was uh, Volteon was Gen 1, right? Mm. Why does that not? That, I'm uh, sure not Volteon. That's, uh, that's not a Pokemon. It was one of EB's. <laughs> what was EB's? Like, Jolteon. 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 Jolteon, not Volteon. That's what it was. Yeah. Now, my favorite was Hitmonlee because he had no mouth and he wanted to scream. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, I think I know who it is. I've I've had a good think about it. Who is it? And uh, it's Polyrath. It's Polyrath. <laughs> it's just a weird frog wearing gloves. Punch really hard. Oh, oh. Those toys are so fucking weird. I like how dude Polywag was like a tadpole. The rest don't look like frogs at all. They're just no. like, oh, like weird blobs. Well, because they're not frogs. They're yeah. not frogs. Um, because they're literally that line is just the middle stage between a tadpole and a frog. Like they're not fully, they're not fully frogged. That's going to be know. the name of uh, the final evolution. They introduced in Gen 27 is fully. Well, frogged. no, because well, no, that exists. 
It exists because in Gen 2, they uh, introduced an alternate evolution, which was Politoed, which looked like an actual frog. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, yeah. So it's confirmed. Polyrath is not really a frog. It's <laughs> halfway between a, a tadpole and a frog. Which that's happened. sad. It's a frog that never becomes a full frog. Yeah. <laughs> because um, because the swirl on its belly is uh, actually... That that actually represents, like, the intestines of... Yeah, that's creepy. Uh, yeah, because uh, in, in... People say like, Cubone is creepy. Frogs where, where before they become a frog, like, you can... Like, their skin is translucent. Translucent, you can see their uh, their intestines. So that's that's why there's a spiral on their belly. That's creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Learn something new. I just know I like Jolteon because that's my buddy in Pokemon Go, Go and I named it uh, Shock and All. <laughs> I was really proud of myself when I thought of that. Shock and All. Shock and All. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say before we about to jump in the shelfer box? Pokemon. Uh, I got you. <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like there is more stuff I want to say, but I can't think of it. There are there are other cards in this game that are like really good, but yeah, there's a lot. I mean, yeah. We just did a, oh, I guess should we mention anything about the yeah. movies at all? Because nah. well, I, I think it's it's important to mention because a lot of people don't know that Pokemon the first movie is getting a CGI remake. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a release like in like three months. And and, uh, and oh man, I wonder if they'll do the uh, promo cards with it again because they did that. <laughs> they uh, they gave out promo cards. Yes, they did. Or <laughs> promo Mewtwo cards for seeing the movie, which are actually in the game. I That'd be great three if, times if uh, that you get a you get a promo card that's like petrified ash. You play and your opponent can't do anything <laughs> for a turn. It's ah. Essentially, skip a turn. <laughs> Oh man, skip a turn cards would be so overpowered in this game. Yeah. yeah. You what you do is you put it down and you have to flip a coin and if it's heads your Pokemon cry and if it's if it's tails you skip a turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I wanted to make a special announcement before we do our shelf for box. As of this recording, well actually as of yesterday, we hit a thousand downloads, total downloads of all time since we started Yay! this show. It took us three months. Yeah. And six days from our first um, pop, first download to hit that. So thank you, everyone, for taking your time out listening to us. <laughs> My initial reaction was, for whatever reason, just go like, yeah, suck it. But I don't know who I'm telling to suck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> pika, pika. <laughs> Take that, I, haters who don't exist. <laughs> I just want to I just want to say thank you, because that's been, that's been fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're already at 1,000, as of this recording, 1,010. So, I mean, we, and we're going to keep bringing you episodes. Please keep down, keep listening to us, and we'll keep bringing you great humor content. Yeah, Mike Mike was counting down those numbers. He was, like, checking every five seconds. It was, it was bad. It got, it got bad. <laughs> we were getting so close. I'm like, come on, we're almost there. Because it, it was, like, one left. You're like, I'm going to make a pose. And we're like, no, it'll be fine. It'll get there. It'll get there. <laughs> I, I didn't make it. It was, it was my wife that did it. I, didn't even, I was like, you know, she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, okay, here, here's all the stuff for it. But no, that's her. But no, no, I, I want to thank everyone. And then for Shelf or Box, I think since this is DJ's pick, would you want to go first? Uh, Yeah. Uh, obviously this is, well, the only reason I would hesitate to put this on my shelf is just because, uh, I would get addicted to it again. Uh, this is, it's, it's, it's strong, man. It's real. Like the danger is real. Uh, but no, this is on my shelf. I love this game. It's great. I've, I've put 
an embarrassing number of hours into this game. <laughs> and it's just really fun to battle and collect all the pokes and uh, experiment with different decks and different type combos. And I think you mean it's man is the trading card game. The trading card game is fun. This and this game is just a. It's like honestly my preferred version of it because it's it's the trading card game without any of the bullshit that came later. And I mean that both in terms of like the new mechanics and the power creep and like the shifting meta or whatever. And also in the sense that now, like if you want to play a video game version of this or any version of this, you have to pay ridiculous amounts of money to get cards that are even close to viable. Um, So screw that. I'm just going (laughs) to buy, I'm just going to play the digital version where I don't have to buy anything and I can just, like, like in order to get what I want, I just have to grind. Like that's that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's on my shelf. I love this game. <laughs> I'll go next. Um, this game is also this game's gonna go on my shelf because it when, I, when my old memories of it they weren't that great. I remember enjoying it, but I'm like oh, I'm way past that. And then when he picked it and I started playing it, I could I got to a point I couldn't stop. I just I beat this game about a week or so or two weeks ago, long before I just couldn't stop playing it, and I I really enjoyed it. So definitely on the shelf. Uh, Stuart. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like, I'm on the fence because I am so kind of like, Pokemon has always been one of my biggest blind spots in terms of games. Like I played red, I think I played red and blue and I just, I never picked up another Pokemon game just because I never had Nintendo handhelds. But like, so part of me is like, "Ah, I don't want to put it in my box because I don't love Pokemon games. But another part of me is like, I started playing Pokemon Go and I was like, I really want to get into Pokemon now. I feel like it's the like probably one of the biggest blind spots I have in gaming. So I wanna put it on my shelf because I want to play more Pokemon in the future. So where I'm at is like I kinda wanna just like lean it against the shelf right now. <laughs> Say like <laughs> like eventually I'll I'll get a switch and I'll play like let's go uh Pokemon Let's Go or <laughs> let's go Eevee and if I like those I'll put it on the shelf fully. But I think it's gotta go in the box for right now. Just cause I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Pokemon has never been like my thing though. So until I until I can make it my thing, it's gonna go in the box. That being said, it's just a, it's a really fun game. It's just really like this is probably the most like casual game we played. Yeah. Where there's like no no stress involved whatsoever. I just had fun mm-hmm. playing it. Which, the music was, a nice was great. Change. After last yeah. week we needed something nice. No, last week was stressful. Two weeks yeah. ago we needed something nice and calm. I mean, I think we can all agree, fuck that bitch with the flying Pikachus. But other than her... (laughs) (laughs) I never found her, so I was okay. (laughs) So many fucking flying Pikachus. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah, like this is just a really enjoyable game. I agree. Oh, Stefan, how about you? I think I'm with Stuart on this one. I really enjoyed this game. Uh, It's kind of like playing... Because I originally had played Red and Blue growing up. And this game is kind of like that. And I always wondered what was the difference between those ones and this game? And now that I've played this one, I see that it's kind of, it's basically the same thing, but it isn't. You're just doing a couple extra more steps in battle because you're actually playing the card game as opposed to like being Ash or your made up character on an adventure. And I still think I'd prefer going back to like red or blue or something instead of playing this even though I did have a good time with it. And like Stuart said, it is a relaxing game. Even when it gets intense and battles, I mean, you're still kind of, you're just like, whatever, I'll get you eventually. And uh, 
you know, it's it's relaxing, it's fun, but um, I I just I'd prefer red or blue over the actual card game. I'm not a big big card game player, anyways, so I'm definitely I'm probably gonna put it in the box just for that. Okay, right. that makes sense. That's kind of what I, I that's kind of how I figured this this was gonna go ahead of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> but all right, should we start our outro? Uh, yeah. All right. Oh wait, should we announce? Oh. Oh God! I almost forgot again. Yeah. I even wrote yeah. it down. Yes. Um, <laughs> we announced. I'll announce next week's. Uh, well, actually, Stuart, you can announce it since you you reminded okay. me. Um, so since we hit our 1,000 downloads, uh, we've been trying. We've been thinking about doing this for a while, but now seems like a really good time with 1,000 downloads. We are going to do a bonus episode. Uh, I think we always say it was released like on an, like the middle of the week at some time. Middle. Um. A fr- Well, our a Friday. Week, but it'll be a Friday. Hey, yeah, the middle of our get- week. After end of your next week. week's episode. Yeah, and it's going to be more of a... like. There's not really going to be a game for it. It's going to be us kind of talking about what games we like, what our history of games are. Uh, a lot of, like, ans- like, to answer a lot of listener questions about who we are so you know that we're not just total fucking hacks talking about video games, even though we kind of are. <laughs> and I also want to... I mean, we've said it a little <laughs> bit on here, the origin of the show, but I also want to tell you guys kind of how this all yeah. random thing happened. So it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like kind of like about the about the hosts. It's so, a very it's going to be very random. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be super boring and dumb yeah. and you shouldn't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> Nothing we have been boring yet. But I'm, I'm going to edit it. So uh, unless it's shit, if it's shit then DJ edited it. But if it's really good, I'm the one who edited it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so for the next like week, 2 weeks, if you have any listener questions, if you want to know anything about us as, as people, then send in some questions and which they send them in on the like the Facebook group or to uh, Mike or anybody on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and we'll, yeah, uh, we'll throw them everywhere. List. And also next week we are playing Captain America and the Avengers. <laughs> be our next week game. <laughs> that that is how the guy sounds I actually. I'm <laughs> playing the Genesis or well either Genesis SNES version or the arcade version, whichever one we decide to play. Kind of they're all they're all the same game essentially. So. But we'll Most likely Genesis. <laughs> we'll be spoiling Endgame, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we oh, will yeah. not. <laughs> but, because Endgame won't even be out by the time we record... Well, they'll be out when we record. My uncle works for Nintendo. He told me what happened. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> and, DJ, yeah. do you want to um, let us know who gave us our great intro yes. and outro? So, our fantastic theme song comes to us from Mike Stoney, a.k.a. Bulby. <laughs> Uh, it's the Cool Kids Squad off his EP, Bite the Bullet. You can find uh, Mike on his SoundCloud. You can also find him on his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bulby or slash Mr. Bulbamike. So this week he has actually a remix uh, of a Pokemon song of Route 201 from Diamond and Pearl. That's uh, a nice little coincidence. He's got lots of other 8 and 16-bit uh, video game tunes like that on his uh, channel. He also has some original works, so go and check that out. All right, awesome. Hey, maybe he listened to our show, and that's why he's like, oh, they're doing Pokemon, I should too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's not the case. But sure, I'm sure that's exactly why. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Detective Pikachu coming out. Or no, nothing. It's us. We're more important. Oh, man, we didn't even talk about Detective Pikachu. I'm so oh. excited. I think um, I could just we could probably list, they've got, yeah, spe- just like, they've got so special uh they've got special promo cards coming out for that too. Oh sorry, sorry, not Detective Pikachu, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. It's different. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If you look up Detective Pikachu, you will get the game. If you look up Pokemon Detective Pikachu, you'll get the movie. Google <laughs> Tips brought to you by Gave My Mom. Yeah. It's such a weird distinction. I guess because it's a Pokemon movie, so it has to be called Pokemon. Well, yeah, because they had to brand it in the title. Yeah, because people don't know who Pikachu is, so you got to make sure no, people know it's a Pokemon movie. <laughs> it's kind of like Star Wars, where everything's got to be Star Wars, trademark, colon, whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of have to do that when you're broadcasting to such a wide audience. I guess. Like, like who doesn't know that Pikachu population. is a Pokemon? Like, who, who out there is like, oh, there's a movie about Pikachu... Yeah, I want to go see it, but I don't know who Pikachu is. I don't know that he's a Pokemon. It's like such a like specific. I, I mean, there. Here's the thing: there are people out there who don't play video games who are like they're in their sixties who don't know who Pikachu is, but have heard the name Pokemon. But yeah. you know, like, they've like they've like, said Pokemon in the trailers. Recognition, like that's what the industry runs on. That's I what guess, Hollywood yeah. runs on: is just people remembering a name they saw somewhere one time. And then being like, like, okay, I'll go see that movie. Like, that's with... honestly, that's that's the level of decision making that most people have when it comes to what movie the, movies they're going to see. So like, it doesn't need to be that way anymore. Like, if it, you like, like well, you can I mean, really it solo is that, yeah. a Star Wars movie without a Star Wars movie being connected to it, and people will know it's about Han Solo. Like, people will I know mean, who. People fucking know who Han Solo is. Because if you saw it in, if uh, again, if you like saw it just out of context in like a magazine article, just talking about this movie called Solo, you wouldn't it necessarily... be a picture of like the Millennium Falcon. If you were like, yeah, that's Han Solo. No, I, I agree with DJ. But like, I, I see your point. This is just a basic like brand. Like you have to have the brand attached. I guess like, it's like, I just don't think it's necessary. It's so important. You need to uh, eliminate like any ambiguity. That's how you get people to see the movie. Like, yeah, name recognition 100%. is a powerful thing. That's, that's what I. It's yeah. like, like, I just don't think it's like I don't think it matters with some stuff anymore. Like people know that in game. Yeah, it Avengers doesn't Endgame. matter to a certain subset that recognizes the property, but yeah, not everyone does. A lot of people just recognize it very dimly, and they <laughs> need to hear the name. I want to meet the person who like no like doesn't quite know what the Avengers are. It doesn't know that Endgame is an Avengers movie, <laughs> despite all like the buzz around it. Uh, like I understand, it's like there are people like that that exist. I just think that's a very funny existence. Oh, yeah. They're like, "What's this Endgame movie?" <laughs> I mean, there are, like those people are out there, man. Who's this Thanos they keep talking about? <laughs> Again, those people are out there. Yeah. Like they I'll, exist. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I I'll talk about it more next episode. But there's a lot of Marvel characters like Iron Man before 2009 was not famous at that's all. That's true. Yeah, but like well, now well, he is. Yeah, but even then. And again, people. again, he's at, and that's a he's attached to the Avengers name. Like yeah. he yeah. falls under that umbrella now. Well, like okay, so like he's the he's brand. like a cultural icon at this point now. Like they didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody didn't come out as like Bohemian Rhapsody colon a Freddie Mercury story <laughs> or like a Queen story. Like you didn't need yeah, to put that in there because also everybody didn't knows. gross a million billion dollars. Well, they thought it was going to. <laughs> And it did. <laughs> like clearly, they thought it was going to do that. So, and, and it didn't because it didn't have Queen. Or <laughs> if, Mercury if it had Rhapsody, a Queen story, it would have been a million billion dollar movie. That actually really would have. It would have sold more. I guarantee you, it would have sold more. Yeah. Hey guys, guys, I think we're out of time. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> this will be another half hour of us arguing. Hey, it's, it's it's good though. Okay, but I want to thank you.